This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Attempting to escape from the underground passageways of Tor, Tarzan and his companions are overpowered by Atea, White Queen of the Yellow Men, and her giant warriors. In the fight, Major Ashley is killed by Mungo, chief of the Queen's guards. Tarzan, claiming the ancient right of Tor, challenges the giant warrior to a hand-to-hand combat to the death. Through the influence of Wang Tai, Jeanette Burton is quartered in the palace among Atea's serving women, while Tarzan, Darno, O'Rourke, and Uka, the Raptorian, are sent to the paddocks of the Torian war elephants as slaves to await the day set for the ape-man's fight with Mungo. In the paddocks, Tarzan subdues and befriends Black Maluk, a huge, savage, newly captured bull elephant. Later during the night, in a second attempt to escape to Rator, Black Maluk, under the direction of Tarzan, lifts Darno and Ukar to his back and stamps toward the outer city wall. Do you think Darno and Ukal make it this time, Tarzan? Uh, before the Torians have time to light torches and see them on his back, Tantor will crash through the paddock gate and be well on his way to the city wall with them. Yes, if he don't scrape them off his back going through the gate. And if he does... There, O'Rourke. He's broken through. And from now on, it is up to them. Oh, faith, and I hope they make it. They can reach the top of the wall easy from his back. Look there. Torches. Oh, uh, Gary, they're too late with them. And now, what do we do? Yeah, Rutang will return soon. He'll want to know how Tantor got out. And he'll probably send us after him after he gets over the shock of finding two of his new helpers gone. Sure. And they'll be able to pay when he finds that out. And how are we going to explain it? What do you suggest? Well, uh, <laughs> there's only one story we can tell and stick to. We were asleep when Black Mullock broke loose, and we don't know a thing. Well, that's as good as any other explanation. So when they come to the corral, we'll be sound asleep here in the shed. And by the sound of it, they'll be here at any moment. Listen. Come on, O'Rock. Into the shed. It's time we were asleep. <laughs> there's, 
by the noise the black mullock made in getting out of here, he was enjoying himself. Quiet. Here they come. Tarzan! You wake up! Oh, what? Oh, what is it? Oh, what's the trouble, Rutan? While you sleep, Black Maluk get away. You come bring him back. Black Maluk got away? O'Rourke, wake up. Eh? Eh? What? What? What the devil's wrong now? What? What's all the ruckus about? Huh? Rutan says Black Maluk got loose. Where to go after him? Where them to? Dano Uka. Rutan no see up. Faith and neither do I. But they was both of them here. Maybe they went after Tanto, a black maluk. Oh, black maluk, run, run through gate. You come now, bring him back. Come on, O'Rourke. We'll find Tanto and bring him back to the corral. And you find them too, Darno Uka. Come. Meanwhile, black maluk with Darno and Uka clinging desperately to his broad back shuffled swiftly through the dark and deserted streets toward the nearby city wall. Pig, Oka. With all this noise, we shall probably find up the guards in Tor awaiting us at the wall. Then we will leave Black Maluk before we reach it, and they will find only what they expect to find. An elephant that has escaped from the paddocks. Ah, you see? Why, back there at the gate. Lights. Presently they will follow. Let them. The wall is just beyond us, and there are no lights there. By the time Rutang and his slaves arrive, we should be on the ground outside the wall and on our way to the jungle. We cannot arrive too soon to please me. It is by no means a simple matter to, to stay aboard this rolling ulk without something to hold fast to. Black Maluk, you have stopped. The wall, Darno. I will go first. I can just reach the top. Wait, entendu. Here, give me your hand. Oui, mon ami. Ah, bon. Bon. And just in time. Look back there. They are coming directly toward this spot. And if they find the elephant here, they may become suspicious and connect him with our escape. A moment. I shall try to send him away. Tumatuk, Maluk. Tumatuk. The group does not understand. They have not yet trained him to obey. Let me try. I have heard Tarzan speak to Tantor many times. Um, Tantor, um, um, Tan Tarzan. At Donald's command, Black Maluk lifts his great head. The small red eyes gleam. The huge sinuous trunk curls high between the long white tusks. Black Maluk turns from the wall to make his way back toward the paddocks and the advancing crowd of elephant men. Mais par exemple, he actually understood me. That is the first time I have tried to put into effect what I have learned from Tarzan. What did you say to him, my friend? I told him, in the language of the great apes, to go back to Tarzan. Now, let us get down the outside of the wall while we may. Here, pass the rope about this stone. 
It is long enough for both ends to reach the ground outside the wall. When we are down, we can pull it after us. Someone approaches. The guard. Lie down close to the parapet and do not move. We shall control. And when he has passed, do we attack? Yes. Quiet now. Now, Donald. I have him. Take his weapon. Place the sword and spear. We will. Good. Now cut two short planks on the rope. Bind him, hand and foot. Uh, Uka, you can't hold him? Yes, yes. Make haste. His cry may have been heard. Oh, Momo. One moment, Uka, Abu Hurry, Darnell. Wait. Here. Pull his arms together behind him. Kumsa. Uh, here. A little moment. One little moment. Bong. Bong. Now, defeat. Make the knots fast. He must not escape until we are in the jungle. <laughs> Mon vieux, if he loose on these sailor knots, then no knot will hold him. Eh, we are Lord. A gag. So that he may not be able to cry out. Ah, Sipinita. It is not. And now, Monami. Roll him close to the parapet. No, down the road. Oui, entendu. I shall go first this time. Follow me quickly. Sacristi, but it is dark. Are you down, Uka? Yes, drop the sword and spear. Then stand away from the wall. Here they come. A petatosimo. I follow. Ah. So, bon Dieu. so far, so good. Now, rope. So, alors, Uka, let us go. I shall keep the spear. You take the sword. Come, straight away from the wall. Now, if they do not find that fellow until we reach the jungle... You bound him well? Ah, we are good here. But I am afraid of the gag. It was only a makeshift. I was afraid of that. He has worked the gag out of his mouth. I should have killed him. Come, we must hasten. The jungle is not far. Meanwhile, in the quarters of Atea, Wong Tai stands by listening as Mungo, the giant yellow-skinned chief of warriors, reports to his savage white queen. Mungo, take white man, Luka, to elephant palace. Leave them with Rutan. Hmm. And Rutang will see that these meddlers in my affairs will interfere no more. If one of those savage brutes should swing his trunk or wield his tusks, well, their death will not be upon my conscience. What say you, Wong Tai? It would be a fitting conclusion to their ill-spent lives, all wise one. I bow before the practical many-sidedness of your mind. And if the elephants fail me... Then we shall have the pleasure of seeing Mungo break this Tarzan of the Apes in the public arena. Mungo kill Tarzan. See what you do. And for reward, well, it shall be a fitting one for my chief of warriors. Ah, when we fight. <laughs> so a reward would please you, Mungo. Rest assured then that the day shall be soon. If Rutang and the elephant fail. What is that in the corridor? Someone comes. Go, Mungo. See who it is. May this person inquire if the illustrious one intends to inform Janet Burton of her uh, uh, good fortune? Or will that pleasure fall upon the shoulders of your servant? No, Wang Tai. I shall tell her in Tarzan myself. (laughs) 
It will be a pleasure to see how they react to my degree. And Mungo, he will fight all the harder for such a prize. And yet, if Mungo should lose... He will not lose, won't I? Mungo will play with Tarzan as a cat plays with a mouse. And at my signal, he will kill it. Hmm. I wonder. Well, Mungo, what is it? Rutan, come from Elephant Palace. Rutan? What does he want? He come report escape to prisoner from Elephant Palace. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, Calabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Chief of the Torian Warriors has killed Major Burton Ashley in a battle while Tarzan and his friends were attempting to escape from the subterranean passages of Tor. The ape man claims the ancient right of the yellow men and challenges Mungo to a combat to the death. While awaiting the day set for the combat, Tarzan, Uruk, Dono, and Uka, the giant yellow skinned Ratorian spy, are sent to the paddocks of the war elephants by Atea, savage white queen of Tor. Tarzan befriends a huge savage bull elephant who later carries Darno and Uka out of the paddocks to the city wall over which they make their escape to the jungle beyond the city. While Atea and Wong Tai, the suave Chinese scientist, discuss the fate of Jeanette Burton, Rutang, Atea's captain of the elephant men, brings word that two of his prisoners have vanished. Two of Rutang's prisoners gone? Impossible. Rutang, enter. Come here. Speak, Rutang. In the tongue of the Anglos, so that Wong Tai may understand. Tarzan make black Maluk good elephant. Then white men go sleep. Pretty soon there's much noise. Black Maluk break through Pada Gate, run wild in city. But the men, how did they escape? Rutang no can say. Rutang find Tarzan Aruk asleep in quarter. Other two gone. Lieutenant Darno and Uka. A second attempt at escape, heaven born. Again, those two. You have searched the paddocks, Rutang, carefully? Rutang, look all over. Take Tarzan or Rook along. 
Go find them. Those men were placed in your care, my Rutan. If you do not find them, you pay with your life. Search the city. Send these special patrols beyond the outer walls and into the jungle. Go! Oh. <laughs> and Tarzan and Terentorok, illustrious one? An interview with them may be enlightening. It will be, Wang Tai, I assure you. Mungo, bring Tarzan and Oruk here to me at once. They also escaped that fool, Rutang. Go. Aruk, This time there will be no interference in my plans. Darno and Duca, once they are recaptured, will go directly without delay to the fires of Tor. I shall see to it myself. Oh, Shai Tai, it is good. Certain details engrave themselves upon the tablet of recollection by their persistence. There is no doubt in the mind of this person that Tarzan engineered their first attempt to escape. Is it not therefore conceivable that he planned and assisted them in the second? Not only is it conceivable, but I am sure of it. The many-sidedness of Tarzan's character is to be computed neither by rule nor by measure. Had he been separated at once from the others, none would have escaped. Your suggestion is good, Wang Tai, though it comes too late. Ah, uh, not ineptly is it written. When the leading carriage is upset, the next one is more careful. I do not understand. What do you mean by that? This person did not consider such advice necessary to the all-wise presence. There are times, Wang Tai, when this person is somewhat doubtful as to your loyalty. Take care, Wong Tai. Take care. Tanya, bring the woman Janet Burton here to me. <laughs> the old wise Atea wrongs this person, who has an unaccountably strange desire to continue in his present ordinary existence. Then again, I warn you, Wong Tai, be careful. Enter, Jeanette Burton. Go, Tanya. I shall call you. What do you want of me, Atea? My women treat you well. You have no cause for complaint. Your women treat me. They've been ordered to treat me. They're ignorant savages. Oh, I am sorry you do not like them. But that is because you do not understand the customs of our land. But uh, perhaps you would like to become one of the first ladies of Tor. What do you mean? (laughs) What I say, Jeanette Burton... But we shall speak of that later. Perhaps on the day of the combat between Mungo and Tarzan of the Apes. Ah, you have definitely decided on the day heaven-born? Yes. It shall take place as a climax to the games and sports, which always occur on the last day of the Feast of Pantu. The Feast of Pantu? Each year, sacrifices to the great god of Thor are made. You have seen his golden image in the Hall of Sacrifice? The third and last day of the feast is given over to games and sports in the public arena. Ah... And may this one be so bold as to inquire when the Feast of Pantu takes place? At the beginning of the new moon, ten days hence. Ten days. Eh, the time is short. I did not hear Wang Tai. Speak louder. This person stated the time is propitious, heaven-born. It will be a day of well-achieved triumph for your ancestors. (laughs) It will be a day of triumph for me, Wang Tai. When Tarzan of the Apes lies broken at my feet. A strange love it is, Artea, that you profess for Tarzan. To permit him to fight a brute who will perhaps kill him? Perhaps. There is no doubt of that. Yet I could, at a single word from him, set aside this combat and spare his life. Then why don't you if you love him? What do you know of love, you frightened gold creature? That he seems to value you. 
Why, I cannot conceive. You cannot give him what I can. I am fire beside your pale beauty. I might burn him, but he would welcome the hurt. I could win him to me and hold him if I would. But he must come to me freely. Enter. Come in, then. Come in. Oh, Terry. Terry. Well, Tarzan of the Apes, speak. Where are your friends, Darno and Uka? Why, I suppose by this time... Ah, you see, Your Majesty, it's like this. We were all asleep in our quarters, and we were awakened by a great noise. It was Rutang and his men, come to send us after Black Mullet, the, the elephant that broke out of the parrot. When we woke up, the elephant was gone. And so were the Lieutenant and Uka. Does he speak the truth, Tarzan? When Rutang came to awaken us, Darno and Uka were gone. Terry, what is this about Lieutenant Darno and Uka? Ah, they've escaped, heading for Uka's home. But we know nothing about it, darling. Remember that. May this one be permitted a question, heaven-born? Yes, speak. One may assume that an elephant in crashing his way through an enclosure would create a disturbance sufficient to awaken one who sleeps as lightly as do you, Tarzan. And yet, uh, you were not aroused from sleep until men came for you? You heard nothing? No. Strange. Uh, perhaps then you were not asleep when the elephant and Lieutenant Dano and Oka took peace. Oh, eh? we, we were dead to the world, you heathen spalpeen. And if you don't like that answer, you can take yourself to the devil. Oh, holy St. Patrick, if I could only get me two hands on you. Enough. The men cannot escape beyond the city wall. They will be found. And I myself shall see to it that they are consigned immediately to the fires of Tor. And meanwhile, what are we to do? Return to the paddocks? Oh, no, my Tarzan. It would be too simple a matter for you to escape the full tongue. You and the double-tongued red-haired one will await the day of your combat with Mungo... In the jewel pits of Thor, where you will be chained, hand and foot with the other slaves. Under the whiplashes, you will burrow in the ground, seeking jewels. Jungle midnight. Sable-vested, star-studded heavens. The distant hills and mountains visible as though viewed through a sheet of silvered gauze under the soft, diffused radiance of a tropical moon. And over all, far and near, the constant jungle murmur, mysteriously chuckling of death in hidden things. Darno and Uka, the giant Raptorian, make their slow, cautious way along a densely shadowed path to which the silver moon rays cannot penetrate. Sacre, but it is dark, Uka Munami. I can barely see you. It is good, Darno, that it is so. Had the moon risen before we reached the shadow of the jungle, Tarzan's planning would have been useless. No, oui, je comprends ça. Nevertheless, I do not enjoy this wandering through a forest infested with savage beasts. Don't the best. Listen to that fellow. He is very near and very hungry. Soon we will stop in one of these great trees until dawn. We are not yet out of danger from the Torian jungle patrol. I should like to see Athea's face when she learned of our escape. Tarzan and Oroch will have to bear the brunt of her wrath. Let us hope her anger will not cause her to kill them immediately. I am not worried about that, mon vieux. Tarzan and that clever O'Rourke will find some plausible explanation. And remember, too, she is deeply infatuated with Tarzan. And the forthcoming battle between Tarzan and Mungo. Atea devotes many days to the preparation of such a combat. 
It will give us time to return from Rotor with warriors before the combat takes place. There is something I should like to witness. Tarzan will most certainly not permit himself to be killed by Mungo. With all his strength, Tarzan cannot stand against Mungo. I have seen Mungo battle against my own people. He is a cruel, mighty killer. Yet, you have seen Tarzan kill a huge, savage lion with only a knife? Have you ever heard of the mighty Mungo doing that? No, Dono. Never before have I witnessed such a feat. That lion is too close for comfort, Uka. Oh, make haste. Is not that a clearing just beyond us? He is stalking from behind. He is not ready to make his charge. Oh, Tarzan, only where he is. Only a step, Father. Then that tree with a low-hanging limb at the edge of the clearing. As the two men stepped quickly from the dense jungle shadow out into the bright moonlight of the clearing, moved toward the tree indicated by the Ratorian, a raucous series of coughs heralded the immediate charge. Its black mane flying in the wind of its rush, snarling jaws wide, eyes blazing savagely, the huge jungle terror leaps toward them at express speed. Tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. the Raptorian escaped from the elephant paddocks of Tor on the back of an elephant. Because Tarzan and Oruk profess ignorance as to how their friends escaped, Atea, white queen of the yellow men, condemns them to slavery in the jewel pits. Meanwhile, Darno and Uka have made their way over the city wall and into the jungle. Sought by Torian patrols, the two men make their way cautiously along a densely shadowed path toward a moonlit clearing. As they step out of the deep shadow into the open, a huge black-maned lion charges Darno. As the wrecking jungle terror leaps forward, Uka brushes the Frenchman aside. Starting low, the giant Ratorian drops to one knee in the path of the charging beast. Quickly, he digs down the Ratorian war spear into the ground beside him. Coolly, he studies the point to meet the hurtling chest. At the moment, the impact hits the score and rolls clear. All in fraction of a second, the huge beast impales itself upon the spear point. The great blade stands out behind the shoulders. The momentum of its charge carries the lion to the spot where Uka had knelt a moment before, where it rolls, snarling and roaring in savage agony, tearing the air with claws that flash like knives in the moonlight. Presently, with a last gasping roar, the flashing talons jerking spasmodically, the great body stiffens and sinks, quivering to the ground. Mon Dieu! May that... that was magnifique. Oh, splendidly done, Uka. I only ought that when it come, my turn to reciprocate, I may be able to do it as cleanly and as bravely. It... it was nothing, my friend. Nothing. Hey, but, but let us hasten. We have a long way to go before we reach Rotto. Bien, bien. But do you not think it best that we take to the trees until daylight? The jungle is so full of savage beasts. And, and the elephant patrols of Tor. They will not quickly give up the search for us, Dono. Bien sûr, Ruka. We shall proceed then. May your spear, mon ami. I shall not leave it. It has proven a good weapon. And you have demonstrated that you know well how to handle it. Allons, lead the way. 
Uh, a propos, you got. You say we have a long way to go to reach Rator. Uh, how far is it? Too far for us to go, as we are, and return in time to help our friends, unless we find a riding elephant. A riding elephant? <laughs> Mais, mon vieux, surely you are joking? I am in earnest, Dono. But, uh, but where do you expect to find a riding elephant here? Expliquez-moi. Tell me that, if you please. We will search until we find one. Hmm. C'est ça. We need a riding elephant. We shall find one. <laughs> it is a simple matter, Monsieur Ocat. <laughs> Perhaps not quite so simple, my friend. If we can locate the jungle outpost of the Torians, there we will find riding elephants. Oh, these men of Tora are posts, then, in the jungle? A patrol, Dono, mounted on elephants. They ride the forest paths on the borders between Tor and Rotor. Ah, maintenant je comprends. I understand. A sort of frontier garden, n'est-ce pas? Yes. And have you any idea where this frontier patrol is located? I think I can find the remain camp. It should not be too far from this spot, if I am not mistaken. <laughs> voilà. There we have our elephant. Then there remain only the question of our ability to reach this camp before we are devoured by wild beasts. And if we escape that danger, can we make off with one of their elephants without being recaptured by these saltorians? Those are questions we will worry about. When the time comes, my friend. The jewel pits of Tor, like a vast high-walled amphitheater with great crevices hewn out of the soft, clay-like walls, lie sweltering in the stifling, reflected heat that pours into the great cup from a burning sun. Gangs of half-starved, yellow-skinned slaves, men of Tor and Rator, linked together by long chains, labor with pick-like implements. Behind the rows of workers, stalking back and forth, are guards, each with a long, cruel lash in his hand. Constantly, the lashes curl up to bite deeply into the quivering flesh of a slave as a guard drives a laggard to swifter efforts. By side in one of the groups, Tarzan and O'Rourke wield their picks under the watchfully sullen eye of a huge yellow-skinned guard. Yes, Tarzan. It is devil's work, this. The heat, my lord. The guard is watching. The yellow swine. Uh, to a nut for these chains, I dig the black heart out of years with me pick in return for them lashes. Be quiet, O'Rock. He'll patch you to ribbons with his lash. Aye. And they cut like knives. Faith me, lad. The, the elephant paddocks were, were paradise to this. He's gone on now. Hold your temper, O'Rock. There's a way out of this. We'll find it somehow. Meanwhile, don't do anything to draw the guard's attention. A way out? <laughs> with these chains at our ankles, and them heavy-handed devils with their whips. Oh, Faith, man, you... You're an optimist. There he is, I tell you. I think I can break the chain. Oh, then why don't you do it? We'll make a run for it. And have the whole troop down on us with their whips before we get well started? No, O'Rourke. There's a better way. What do you mean, a, a better way? We'll have to stand this for a few days. Long enough to give Darno and Uka time to get back from Rontor with fighting men. Then we'll start working on these prisoners. Working on the prisoners? What are you driving at? Mutiny, O'Rourke. Mutiny among the slaves of the jewel pits. What do you think they'd do if they were free and aroused to a fighting pitch? Mutiny? Holy St. 
Patrick. There's an army of the spalpeens. Giving each one of these picks in the length of chain, or with a couple of good men to lead them. You're right, Tarzan. Tis a bright idea. Fire. The guard's coming back. down the line there. We'll look at his back. There where the aliens have bit him. Do you notice, O'Rourke? There are certain men in our group and in the others that the guards single out to torture. Oh, sure, and I have that. Why do you suppose? They are probably Ratoyans. It's the only explanation I have. There are two in our group. I'll work on them. Faith, and how will you make them understand you? Neither of us speak their lingo. I don't know. But I'll try Ukar speaks English. Maybe other of his countrymen do. Then here's your chance. The guard's down at the other end of the line. Try that big grim-faced fellow on your left. He's had more beatings than any in our gang. Watch for the guard. Tarzan, steadily wielding his heavy pick, moves gradually closer to the yellow-skinned worker to his left. Reaching the limit of the chain, the ape-man looks up cautiously to find the slave watching him narrowly from the corners of alert, questioning eyes. With a slight movement of his head, Tarzan motions the man to approach. Do you understand English, friend? Yes. Who are you? I am Tarzan of the Apes. And you? I am Kaluk, noble of Rattor. Do you want me? It means death for us both if we are seen talking. I know. My friend is watching the guards. How long have you been here? Oh. Often, often, Luke. One year is some time. You would fight for your freedom if you were given the chance? Nah. Gladly. It would mean a quick death. Well, here we die slowly. Slowly. Can you talk with the other Vatorian slaves? And would they join us? I can fast the word at night when we have changed to our ballots to the men of Rottor and also the Torian pit slaves. They would all willingly die in an attempt to gain freedom from this. Good. Then pass the word, and tomorrow we'll talk again. Careful, Tarzan. He's coming. In Atea's palace, Wong Tai, the Chinese scientist, hurries stealthily along the corridor leading to the White Queen's private apartments. At the door to the quarters of her women, he pauses, opens the door cautiously, and steps into the room. Back. Oh, that? You're here. Dr. Wong. I thought you were with Atta and the woman at the bath. Oh, I was, Dr. Wong. She sent me back after some of that awful scent she uses. Ah, then the ceremony of cleansing our illustrious queen is not yet over. And we may talk for a few moments undisturbed. Eh? Oh, Dr. Wong, isn't there anything you can do to make her change her mind about that fight between Tarzan and Mungo? <laughs> you may save yourself from worry, my dear, if you will. Merely convinced Tarzan that for the sake of all concerned, he must remain here as her uh, consort. No. But we've gone over all that before. Uncle Jim refused to let Tarzan sacrifice himself. I certainly won't accept the alternative. I did not think you would, my child. However, the opportunity to convey to you the thought that there is not a great deal of danger to Tarzan in this combat did not present itself when Atea mentioned it. <laughs> She watched me too closely. Oh, but, but he's bound to be killed at the fight. Mungo is so much more powerful, so much bigger than Tarzan. Victory, my dear, does not always go to the physically strong. 
Mungo's weak spot lies between his hat and his shoulder. And Tarzan's strength is not alone in his arms and back. Oh, but Dr. Wong... However, I shall use what little influence I may have with Atea toward the postponement of the combat. Oh, thank you, Dr. Wong. And perhaps in the meantime, we could... A moment, a moment, please. Permit me to finish. It is written that he who receives an ox must keep back a horse. I also crave a favor tonight, my dear. A favor? Of me? But what can I do? Watched as I am constantly by Arteo or one of her women. I would like to see the key to the door of Arteo's treasure cavern. The, the key to... Oh, but good heavens, Mr. Wallace. I haven't the least idea where it is. You must find it. Otherwise... Otherwise, Dr. Wong? Otherwise, my child, I am sure the battle between Tarzan and Mungo will take place very soon. Very well. I, I'll try to find the key for you. And now I must take that back. Listen, I'll tell you, she's coming back. Oh, Dr. Wong, what do we do? You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. escape of Darno and Ukar from the city of Tor, Atea, white queen of the yellow-skinned giants, condemns Tarzan and Uruk to slavery in the jewel pits. Tarzan conceives the idea of a mutiny among the pit slaves and approaches a Raptorian prisoner with his plan. In the palace, Wong Tai finds Jeanette Burton alone in the quarters of Atea and agrees to use his influence with the queen against her decision to force Jeanette to become the mate of Mungo, chief of Torian warriors. Wong Tai insists, however, that in return, Jeanette must find and give to him the key to Atea's treasure cave. As they are about to separate, Wong Tai's retreat to the corridor is cut off by the unexpected return of Atea and her women. Dr. Wong, you mustn't be found here in Atea's chamber. She'll suspect that we've been talking. They sickly, deep-throated monks curse that woman unceasingly and her unexpected comings and goings. I shall leave by the women's quarters in the corridor. No, 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 not that way. You'll meet some of her women. Then to the antechamber. But, but how will you explain to her? You remain here. Say to her that you could not find the things you were sent for. I shall be waiting her in the anteroom. Oh, hurry, Dr. Wong, hurry! Come yourself, Jeanette. You must not permit Atea to find you in this state of agitation. Leave everything to me and remember the key... Yes, yes, hurry, please! <laughs> the all-conquering determination to acquire vast riches in a not clearly defined manner... He's likely to precipitate his humble person into a situation wherein he may lose his honorable head. Andaka, on a look to my rock. Can you remain here? You others go. Go now, Tanya. I'm the woman Jeanette Burton and... Ah, oh, Wang Tai. 
What seek you here, my friend? This person awaits the pleasure of the unapproachable one and comes You to... have seen and spoken to Janet Burton? Janet? Is she not with your women? I have been here waiting only a moment. Go, Tanya. Find her and bring her to me. Why are you here, Wang Tai? This person comes to confer with the resplendent one on the combat between Mungo and Tarzan. What about it? A little suggestion, my friend. A suggestion... Come to the point, Wang Tai. I shall speak to a narrow edge. The thought was born in the despicable mind of this person that were the combat to take place before the recapture of Lieutenant Dano and Uka, the illustrious one would lose the pleasure of witnessing their reaction to the death of their friend and companion. Tell me, Wang Tai, why are you so deeply interested in this combat? My interest lies only in the pleasure of my queen. <laughs> I wonder. Ah, oh, Jeanette Burton, at last you are here. Where have you been? Why did you not return to the baths with the scent and oils? Because I just this moment found the scent. It is certainly written, heaven born. Speak when you are spoken to, Wong Tai. You have not been in this room, Janet Burton, with Wong Tai? This is the first time I've been in this room today, I tell you. If I thought that you two were... It is not ineptly written, O daughter of Thor, that if there be no faith in our words, of what use are they? Silence. Go, Janet Burton. Prepare yourself to accompany me. Wong Tai... You will command Mungo, in my name, to prepare the royal elephants and guards. We go to inspect the slaves of the jewel pit. In a large clearing deep in the jungle, the stockaded camp of the Torian patrol lies drowsing in the cool forest twilight. With equatorial Africa comes and passes like the dropping of a sable velvet curtain. In swiftly darkening green ramparts, the forest rises above the heads of Darno and Ukar. They creep stealthily toward a shadowy clump of bushes at the edge of the clearing. These bushes, Darno, on the edge of the clearing, just beyond the stockade surrounding the camp. We wait here for darkness. And the elephants? They are staked in a line just inside the gate. Hmm... How are we to get inside and out again with an elephant? We will climb the stockade at this point. Once inside, we go directly to the gate and quiet the guard. There is never more than one. No, my friend, I fear we have spent a day and night in finding this camp for nothing. What you propose is almost the impossible for anyone but Tarzan, and he is not here to do it. It is our only chance, Dono. We must take it. When we have eliminated the guard, we will open the gate, mount the first elephant in line, and ride away. It will not be difficult. Not difficult? Not a moment. A thing? What then? And then? Why, we ride off to Rotor. Leaving the elephants there for them to ride after us, eh? Would it not be wiser to cut them all loose and drive them out before us? <laughs> a good idea, Dono. I am afraid it would arouse every Troyan in camp. Elephants, I heard of them, do not travel silently. We will make noise enough for the one. Bien, bien, it was only a suggestion. It will be dark in a few moments. Then we must move quickly. We will not have much time between darkness and moonrise. And the fires inside the stockade? They light up the entire enclosure. There is only one fire in the center. You can see the reflection against the trees. 
If we remain close to the inside of the stockade, we will not be seen. Why, then, do we not climb the fence at the point where the elephants are held? Would it not save time? Yes, but it would also frighten the beast and rouse the patrol. Listen. The men are leaving the fire. Soon they will be asleep. All but the guard at the gate. Come. It is time. Ah, this fence. It is high, Mungu. It will not be so easy to climb. Can you hold my weight on your shoulder? Uh, yeah, I can try. I shall brace my back against the stockade. Come, sir. Now, climb up. The man is like, like a horse. Hold up your head, Dono. I will pull you up. So, oh. Now, look. The fire is deserted. Burning low. The troll is already asleep under that long shelter in the center of the stockade. Mais voyez. Uka, it is a bivouac. Those spears standing up right before the shelter and reflecting the light of the fire. Each spear denotes a man, Dono. They are placed in the ground at the sleeper's head. Here, I will let you down. Don't you? Ah, now. Hasten, Uka. Silence. Now, follow me closely along the wall. At the first sound, drop that to the ground. Come. In the jewel pits of Tor, Tarzan and O'Rourke, with their companion slaves, labor unceasingly in the sweltering heat of a noonday sun. Behind the lines of prisoners, the long, cruel lashes of the guards curl and snap viciously at straining backs. As the guard behind Tarzan moves toward another group, the ape-man sidles closer to O'Rourke. I've just been talking to Kailuk, O'Rourke. And what did the Ratorian fellow have to report? Did he talk with the others? Yes. Last night, just before we were chained to our box. How did they take to the idea? Are they willing to stand by us? Everyone, if I can free them. Ah, uh, it's an impossible task, my friend. He might break loose yourself and maybe get me out of them ankle chains, but all of them... Leave that to me. When the time comes, I'll break out of my ankle chains and let you out. While I'm taking care of the guard in our quarters... You'll get the key that hangs beside the door. Sure. You know what? Something's going on up there by the gate. Begari, it's a there and Jeanette and an elephant. At the call of the trumpets, the great gates at the entrance to the jewel pit swing open and, led by Mungo, proudly seated astride the neck of an elephant, a brilliant cavalcade moves into the enclosure. In a royal howdah strapped to the broad back of a huge animal, Atea, with Jeanette beside her, gazes haughtily down upon the staring slaves and guards. Behind the leading elephants are half a score of others bearing Wong Tai and several nobles of Atea's court. No, what the devil. Can't the woman leave us in peace for a few minutes? Listen, Arok. Here comes Mungo with the chief of slaves. Rapperous, O'Rourke. Ah, sure, and you needn't be telling me that. The woman has some difficulty in her mind for us. I can see it in her eyes. You come. Where do we go, Mungo? Atea. She won't talk you no rook. You come. 
Well, my Tarzan, king of the apes, and you, Oruk, how do you like the jewel pits of Thor? I have no complaint to make. Sure, and it is a pleasure to be working for you. <laughs> By the wit marks on your back, Oruk, it must be a great pleasure. Oh, by the holy Saint Patrick, if you're going to... What do you to... want, Arthur? We have come to inspect the pits, Tarzan of the apes, and to tell you that the day for your combat with Mungo has been set. It will be held... <laughs> Look out! That elephant! In Mr. Matea's speech, the elephant upon which she and Jenner are mounted suddenly lifts his trunk high. Trumpeting shrilly, the huge beast whirls. Gathering speed with each great stride, the brute heads directly toward one of the deep open pits. This and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, wherever you get podcasts, or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. have escaped from the city of Tor. Jeanette, quartered in the palace among Atea's serving women, agrees to find and to give to Wong Tai the key to the queen's treasure cave, providing that he will, through his influence over Atea, prevent the combat between Mungo, chief of the Torian warriors, and Tarzan. Dono and Uka locate the camp of the Torian jungle patrol, climb the stockade under cover of night, and make their way cautiously through the sleeping camp toward the picket line of riding elephants. In the jewel pits to which Tarzan and O'Rourke have been condemned, Kailuk, a Raptorian slave, reports to Tarzan that the ape-man's plan of a mutiny among the slaves has been eagerly accepted by the prisoners who look to Tarzan for leadership. As the ape-man and Kailuk discuss the plan, the huge entrance gates to the pits swing open. Seated in a howdah strapped to the back of an enormous elephant, Atea and Jeanette ride into the enclosure, followed by Mungo, Wong Tai, and several nobles of the Queen's retinue. As Atea taunts the ape-man and O'Rourke, 
elephant upon which she and Jeanette are mounted takes fright and stampedes directly toward one of the deep open pits. Holy St. Patrick, Tarzan. The brutes headed straight to the pit. Mungo can't stop him. If the beast falls into that pit, Jeanette will be killed. The ape man's call, the stampede brute lifts its trunk, trumpeting loudly. Slaves and guards alike leap from the path of the frightened beast as it swiftly nears the edge of the pit. Swift as an arrow from a bow, Tarzan speeds along beside the great beast. With a mighty bound, he leaps into the air, catches a projection on the gilded howdah, and the next instant drops astride the huge neck. Tand, Utor, Zu, Abulu, Yel, Tarzan, Dando. His fright evaporating like mist onto the sun at the soothing, friendly voice, the great elephant checks its speed. He turns away from the brink of the pit and drops to a slow, shuffling walk. Oh, Tarzan, you, you're not hurt. You've saved my life, Tarzan of the Apes. Any demand you make within reason shall be granted. I have done nothing. I demand nothing. But do you not understand? You have saved me, Atea, Queen of Tor, from death. Not and to mention Jeanette. Jeanette Burton is a slave. Her death would mean nothing to the welfare of my subjects. But I am the queen whose death would mean much, my Tarzan, to you and your friends. Are they... are they all right, Tarzan? Jeanette? All right, O'Rourke. No harm done. I'll get down now. Stay where you are, Tarzan of the Apes. Mungo, Lahanda Puka, the steps for the Hada. Bring them. Jeanette Burton, get down. But stay within call. What do you want, Atea? You, Tarzan of the Apes. I want you to accept the kingship of Tor. I thought we had settled that question, Atea. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be satisfied to stay here in Tor, even as king. Instead of offering you my throne and myself, I should order you all put to death at once. You have spurned me, scorned my love, made a fool of me before my subjects. Be careful, my Tarzan. That you do not drive me too far. Mungo and those others would gladly cast you into the fires of Tor. Why don't you give them the order, then? Listen, Tarzan of the Apes. I could have had you killed long ago had I wished it. But when I first saw you, I knew you to be the man I had seen in my dreams. I knew you were fit to be the mate of Atea. I would teach you love, Tarzan. Love... Yes, I know. You've told me that before. And if you remember, I told you that friendship must come before love. You've been anything but friendly to me, my friend. That can all be changed at a word from you. You and your companions shall be quartered in the palace until they go away. Then you shall come to me. You need not remain in this slave pit. It is not for such as you, my Tarzan. I'm satisfied to stay here. Atea, my friends, come first. I am here to rescue them, and friendship is sacred, which you should know. But love, Tarzan, such as I offer you... Wait. If those people don't go free, I will have failed in my trust. However, I'll neither stay nor leave without them. You threaten me, Tarzan of the Apes? Would you wed a slave? But we've gone over this before. The decision rests with you. Prove your friendship, or love, or whatever you call it, by letting us all go free. I have seen my friends safely out of the jungle. 
You have my word that I'll come back. And once out of sight of Tor, you would quickly and conveniently forget your promise. No, no, my Tarzan. You say the decision rests with me. Good. To let them go is a little matter. If you stay, do you agree? For the last time, yes or no? No. Then Mungo shall kill you when you fight with him in the public arena. Your friend shall watch you die. You forget that two of them have already escaped you. They will be found. They and these others shall be fed to the fires of Tor. stockade of Praetorian Mountain Patrol, Dono and Uka move noiseless as shadows along the wall toward the barred gateway and the line of picketed elephants. The sounds of the heavy breathing and the snores of sleeping men come faintly to their ears from the long, dark, open shelter in the center of the enclosure. High above in the blue vault of the heavens, myriad stars begin to lose their twinkling brilliance in the diffused, silvery light of the rising moon. In the lead, Uka crouches suddenly close to the ground, motions Dono down beside him. There, in the shadow beside the gate. Do you see? What is it? The guard. He sits leaning against that post close to the first elephant. Can you not see him? Memo, not clearly. The fire has burned so low, and the shadows are so deep. Look closely. It is necessary that you see exactly where he is. Tenez, a moment. Ah, now I see. Just beyond the first elephant in the picket line. Between him and the gate, n'est-ce pas? He is facing the center of the stockade. There is room to pass behind him. Uh, that will be too dangerous. Unless the fellow is asleep, he will undoubtedly hear any sounds made so close to him. There must be no sound. If there is, he will not hear it. Then we must wait for him to sleep. There is no time for that. The moon is already up. Soon it will shine down into the stockade. We must be away by then. Ah, mon vieux. I told you it would not be easy to steal an elephant from the midst of the Torian patrol. Even though they be asleep, we shall be recaptured, if we, Philly. Do exactly as I say, Dono, and it will be simple. We shall not be recaptured. Alors, I am ready. What am I to do? We go forward. Stay close behind me. Keep as close to the ground as you can. When I touch you, remain where you are until you see that I have quieted the guard. And go to the gate. Open it as quickly as you can, and as with as little noise. On top of and then? Then, join me beside the first elephant in the line. Bien, bien. I understand. Come then, follow, and keep down near the ground. Blending with the deep shadow beside the wall of the stockade and the darker ground, Uka and Dono, like creeping death, work their way noiselessly toward the drowsily nodding Torian. Uka fastens his narrowed alert gaze on the face of the unsuspecting guard. Closer, closer, until only a few yards separate him from the evil giant. A touch of the Ratorian's foot against Darno's shoulder, and the Frenchman sinks to the ground. He becomes motionless. Inch by inch, Uka moves forward. The Torian war spear held close up under the blade in his right hand. Directly behind the drowsing guard, he pauses, lifts himself into a crouch. At the whisper of sound, the Torian starts, leans suddenly forward. <coughs> Instantly, Uka's muscular yellow arm encircles the man's throat to choke back the warning cry. The blade of the hip spear sinks to the haft in the broad yellow back of the shoulders. The gate, Darno, make haste! Donald leaps to his feet. 
In half a dozen strides, he reaches the gate, thrusts back the heavy bar from its sockets, swings wide the creaking barrier. A moment later, he crouches beside Ukar, who fumbles at the picket chain of a great blue-black elephant. Vite! Vite, mon ami! The fellow's cry may have been heard. The chain is locked. To the leg! Quick! Go to the guard. He will have a pouch as it belt. The key! May have depressed if we are caught now, we are lost. Make haste, Colonel! Make haste! Oui, oui, you say make haste. As I am doing just that. Ah! Voilà le clé, Jelone. Here, here is the key. Now, hurry! This is not the key. It does not turn. Sacre, it must be. There was no other. Oh, mon Dieu! Look! That fellow's cry was heard. There. You see, what is the men are coming from the shelter, looking this way. I have it. Unlocked. Here, Dono. And the elephant kneels and lowers his trunk. Climb up to his neck. Orok, Nanda. Orok. At the low voice, familiar words of command. The huge beast sinks awkwardly to one knee, lowers its trunk to the ground. Swiftly, Dono scrambles to a seat astride the barrel-like neck to be followed instantly by Uka. Nanda! Look there! The entire patrol is aroused, and they are coming. Is it close behind me, Dono? Undaka, undaka, nanda, undaka, boom, lopo, la, undaka. No, monsieur, this brute moves as though we were on parade. They will have us in one little moment. Oh, hurry, hasten, uka. Boom, undaka, boom, boom, undaka, nanda. Hiya, hiya. There, uka, speak. Quick, or we are lost. Behold, my Ooh, let me tell you something right here, huh? The Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, but with exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as 11 dollars per month, there's a box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media dot u-s forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Principally for the purpose of inspecting her slaves, but in reality to see Tarzan, with whom she is deeply infatuated, 
Atea, the White Queen of Tor, visits the jewel pits to which the ape man and O'Rourke have been condemned to slavery since the escape of Dono and Ukar from the city. While there, the elephant upon which Atea and Jeanette are mounted takes fright and bolts. Tarzan saves the two young women from death by quieting the beast and turning it aside from the brink of an open pit. Again, the queen attempts to persuade the ape man to accept the kingship of Tor and herself as his mate. And again, Tarzan puts her off. In the jungle stockade of the Torian Mounted Patrol, Uka and Dono have killed the guard, opened the gate, and mounted a riding elephant. As they urge their slow-moving beast toward the gate and freedom, the Torians, having been aroused by the guard's death cry, rush forward in a body to head off the fugitives. No, no, Uka. We shall never make it. We must. We'll be close. We shall arrive at the gate first. What's for spears, Mano? Kum and Daka. Nanda and Daka. Urged at greater speed by the voices and drumming heels of its riders, the huge slate gray elephant nears the open, unguarded gate. Behind the fugitives, covering the ground with giant strides, the yellow-skinned horde of Torians, yelling and shaking their war spears, comes charging forward. A huge Torian in the lead suddenly stops in his tracks, whips back his arm to cast the heavy weapon. And that big devil is going to throw. Pretty Look out for the spear. The throw fell short. And we are through with the gate. Yes. In a moment, we have outdistanced them. Why? They are running to the other elephants. Soon they will be after us in earnest. It will take time for them to feed our elephants in the picket line. Ananda, Ananda, Ataka. If only we can get beyond sight and hearing. Perhaps turn into one of these cross trails? Short distance ahead is a river, Dono. We will swim our elephant downstream to cover our spoor. They would follow easily if we went down an elephant path. And if we can reach the river before they arrive at its banks to see which way to go, we shall have a chance. Eh? But how, how far is it? Just there. You can see the moonlight reflected from the water. See? Between the trees. Ah, we. Oui. bleu, this elephant of ours, once he is in motion, runs like a frightened ape. Yes. We're fortunate in getting this non-elephant. He belongs to the leader of the patrol and is one of the fastest. How can you know that, Monami? The first elephant in the line is always that of the patrol leader. They will not overtake us easily, my friend. But yes, but the Torians also will not soon give up the chase. You're right, Dono. If they fail to recapture us, the leader of this patrol will be thrown to a tail's lions or become a slave in a jewel pit. Ah, here is the river. Nanda, Nandaka, Kum, Kum, Nanda. Mujuka! The water is alive, crocodiles. And there, over there on the opposite bank. They will not harm us, Dono. As long as we remain with the elephants. And would they not come out to meet us? No. We will not go directly across. We shall swim downstream. Just beyond that bend in the river, we pass through open country. Come out on the opposite bank and make directly for the border and rock talk. Listen to them roar. Mm, Sacre, whether they come to meet us or not, Monami. Those crocodiles are angry. They will not bother the elephants. We shall soon be out of the water. Almost around the bend, Dono. Ecoute, did you hear that? Yes. The Torians have found our spoor and are following. But when they arrive, they will not know if we have gone up or downstream or across. And thank heaven we are out of sight. Hey, oh, ah, there is open country. Look, elephants. They are on the far bank. Oh, there must be a whole herd. Oh, keep our elephant away from them if you can, mon vieux. Oh, not so easy, Dono. He's swimming toward them now. If we can pass through near the edge of the herd, 
They are beginning to bow to Sukha. Can you not work further toward the edge? No use, Tono. Sit fast. They are going to run. If we fall, we are lost. Tum Tumundaka Nanda. Hoi Nanda. Tum Tum. In the jewel pit, under the watchful eyes of the yellow-skinned guards... Tarzan and O'Rourke bend side by side to the steady swing of their heavy picks. Nearby, Kailuk, the Ratorian slave, toils as he watches the guards from the corners of alert eyes. We can talk for a minute, Tarzan. The guards at the end of the line. Now, what did the little devil at Tear have to say to you? Nothing. She renewed her offer. <laughs> Become king of this head and country. With herself as your mate thrown into the bargain, eh? Yes. And a few threats as to what she'll do to us if I don't accept. And he refused her again, eh? Of course. And made her a counter-proposal which she refused. Faith, and has the hussy no decency at all at all? Can she not take no for an answer? She has this time. So, I be killed in my fight with Mungo. You and Jeanette, Darno, and Uka, when they're recaptured, go to the fires of Tor. The lieutenant and Uka, hmm? If they're not caught yet, they must have got cleared away. I wonder where they are by this time. Well, on their way to Rotor, I hope. If they'd been caught, she'd have told me. Yes, yes. If only the glow of his. Did I dare give you any idea of Jeanette and I go to her haven stove? You are to watch Mungo kill me first. Oh, hmm. And when do you fight the brute? She didn't say, definitely. Hmm. What do you think of this fellow, Mungo? The Belavia can bait him? He's strong and big as an ox. Oh, I don't know. I'm not worried about it. When the time comes, I'll defend myself. You'll have to do more than that, my lad. You challenged him to fight and... Uh, look, Kyle looks signaling into you. What is it, Kyle? Lift slaves have become anxious Tarzan of the apes. They ask for further details of your plan of escape. Mutiny. They must wait. I'm not yet ready to make the first move. It must be soon. Otherwise, there will not be enough slaves to carry out your plan. Not enough? What do you mean? The Feast of Bantu will soon be held here in Tor. Many slaves are then given over to sacrifice to Atea's lions, to the fires of Tor, and to the god Bantu. Oh, I didn't know about that. When does this feast take place? Seven days hence. At the beginning of the new moon. Seven days. Time enough, Kailuk. You must wait till I give word. Yeah. Yeah. You shall be so. I shall pass the word tonight. Where ties under guard? Right, O'Rourke. Pass the word, Kailuk. We will make the attempt before the Feast of Pantu.
Meanwhile, in Atea's chamber in the palace, the White Queen vents her wrath on Jeanette and Wong Tai at Tarzan's cool indifference to her repeated advances. Do not stand there staring, woman. Go, bring me my pen. Yes, Your Majesty. At once. And you, Wang Tai, instead of grinning like a Chinese idol, suggest something. How may I bring this Tarzan to his knees? The unapproachable one might accept his word that he will return once he has taken Janet and Terence O'Rourke out of the jungle. You forget Lieutenant Darno and Uka uh, when they are recaptured. Uh, the your Majesty. Be silent, woman. No, Wang Tai. He would never return. It is written that if one rejects the iron, one shall never make the steel. You mean? Only that this person is convinced of the fact that once Tarzan has given his word, he will not break it. Then you are wanting in your knowledge of the character of men, my friend. Repeat that in English, that I may understand. It was the advice given to his pupils by Tao Tzu, the great Chinese philosopher. It means... Slowly must you learn that your knowledge may be certain. Your proverbs are childish. They do not interest me. I bow before the subtle and esteemed wisdom of the present. I am not a fool, Wang Tai, nor am I blind. It is in your mind to accompany these people away from Tor, should I permit them to leave. Is that not so? I, heaven-born, this person has not considered such an eventuality. However... Why not permit Tarzan to accompany his friends under the escort of a strong guard of your warriors to ensure his return? No, he shall not leave here, with or without my warriors. Nor shall he go with you, Jeanette Burton. Nor would I agree to his sacrificing himself for me, Atea, under any conditions. You would rather see Mungo kill him? I, I'm not sure that Mungo can harm Tarzan. Hmm. <laughs> so you say... Yet your eyes, your actions speak differently. You are afraid. Afraid that your Tarzan will be killed. And he will be, I assure you of that. Yet uh, you may fail him, my dear. I? If of his own free will he remains here with me, I shall not permit the combat to take place. And you will go free. And... And tell him the work? He also, of course. But... But if Tarzan does not agree, then he will die in the public arena. Oruk and those two who think they can escape my warriors shall be warmed by the fires of Thor. And you, my dear, shall become the mate of Mungo. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. where Tarzan and O'Rourke are confined, Atea and Jeanette are saved from death by the ape-man, who again rejects the amorous advances of the queen. In the jungle, Dano and Uka have escaped from the stockade of the Torian mounted patrol on an elephant. Closely pursued by the yellow men, 
Their mount joins a stampede of wild elephants. In Atea's palace in the city of Tor, the White Queen, angered at Tarzan's indifference to her charms, vents her ill temper on Jeanette and Wong Tai. She tells Jeanette that unless the ape-man accepts her proposal, Jeanette must become the mate of the yellow-skinned Mungo. What? Oh, you... you can't mean that you'll give me to that, that beast. You do not appreciate the honor Mungo does you. He is a noble of Tor, a great warrior who stands high among my counselors. As his mate, you will be one of the first ladies of my court. No! No, I'll kill myself first! Oh, Dr. Wong, you can't stand by and see her do that to me! <laughs> It is Dr. Wong's suggestion, my dear. Dr. Wong? You suggested that? And you told me that... Calm yourself, my child. It is permitted this person to speak, Helen Bond. What have you to say? This one wishes merely to make clear to Janet Button certain aspects of the condition which my queen has no doubt overlooked. In the forthcoming combat between Mungo and Tarzan, you, Janet, my dear, will be the prize awarded the winner. That that was also your suggestion? This one may accept the credit. Then then I'm to be given to the winner. Exactly, my child. And as our splendidly munificent queen has so wisely predicted, <laughs> the mighty Mongo will naturally be victorious. But but suppose Mongo should not win. That eventuality has not been considered by Her Majesty. No, Jean but it has not been considered because it is impossible for Tarzan to win against the mighty Mungo. Nevertheless, if Tarzan should win, I would go to him. That would please you. But do not hope for the impossible, my dear. Tarzan will not be the victor. Enter. Mungo, what is it? You come to report the capture of Darno and Luca? No, Atea. Dano and Duca escaped from patrol. Escaped my jungle patrol? How was that possible? Janet, you have found the key to Athea's treasure cave? No, no, but I know where it is, where she keeps it. Then get it at the first opportunity. You understand? Come tomorrow, right after her noonday rest. I'll have it. Oh, Dr. Wong, I'm so glad Lieutenant Dano and Duca got away. Listen. Dano and Duca, they are men, Athea. Men, you call them. Who commands the patrol? Vandor, son of Rutang. Vandor and Rutang. A just punishment shall be meted out to them. Go you now. See to the preparations of the arena for the Feast of Pantu Games. Choose the strongest slaves for the lion pit. Arukatea. Wait. Vandor and Rutang are strong men. They shall go to the arena as slaves of the golden collar. <laughs> they should give a good account of themselves against the lions. Meanwhile, in the jewel pits, a strange undercurrent of tense excitement prevails among the laboring slaves. Hundreds of pairs of eager, hopeful eyes narrowly watch every move by Tarzan and O'Rourke. The guards, catching the tension in the atmosphere, move slowly back and forth behind their chargers. More and more often, the cruel lashes flash out to cut deeply into toiling, sweating backs. Hey, it's Tarzan. The men are watching you like hawks. I can smell fighting here. Do you get it, too? Yes. And so do the guards. Sure, and by the actions of them, they're expecting something. Do you suppose they have an idea about plans? If they had, it's likely they would have doubled the guards. Haluk says not a whisper has got past the slaves. Faith, and I hope not. I wish it was for tonight. Just getting in my blood. 
I need in a good scrap to stretch my muscles. Well, just a little longer, O'Rourke. Three or four days. Darno and Uka must be in Rotor by now. Give them a couple of days to organize their fighting men and begin the march back. If they got through, they'd likely be here with us if they'd failed. However, we'll carry on without them. Holy St. Patrick. Look who's coming through the gates. Your friend Mungo with a hair and long tie and half a dozen others. What the devil do you suppose they want? Look, the slaves are throwing down their picks. Faith Tarzan, I'm betting a gang at the palace of Gut Windowold plans. What now do you think? Slide over and ask Kai, look. Hurry, they're coming this way. Look, what did the guards say? Why are those men here? They come to choose slaves for the games, Tarzan of the Apes. For the feast of Pantu. The strong are equipped with the golden collar. They are chosen for the lion pits. The weak, the collar of iron. They go to the fires of Tor. The chosen men taken out of the jewel pits? No, not until the day before the games. Good. Pass the word to the men to be ready the night before they are to leave the pits. What did Kyle have to say at her time? Mungo was picking the slaves for the feast of Pontu Games. Those fellows on whom they're putting collars are the chosen ones. Uh, Faith and I thought they'd found out about our plans and were coming to spy them. Because they're putting collars on plenty of them. When they get through, there won't be enough left for us. They don't take them away until the day before the games. Quiet now. They're coming. Hello, Tarzan. Hello, Mungo. What sort of collar are you going to put on me? Uh, no collar for Tarzan. Oh, look. He get gold collar. Oh, fight lion. Tarzan fight with Mungo. Mungo kill quick. You're sure of that, are you? Oh, Mungo kill with hands. Like this. Then get white woman for mate. Eh? What's, What's that? that? You see? Silence. No more talk now. Go on, Mungo. La, Kailu, Sin, Ulo, Rook. Now, what the devil did the yellow haired and mean by saying a thing like... My young and infamous friend, Terrence O'Rourke. Yeah. Do you know, O'Rourke, the significance of that golden collar Mungo has just... Fastened about your neck? You can pass up calling me your friend, ye worm. If it wasn't for this chain around my ankles, I'd be... Save oh. <laughs> your strength, O'Rourke, for the lion pit. Oh, me the devil take you. Out of me sight. What did Mungo mean, Wong, about getting the white woman for his mate? Our illustrious Atea has decided to give Janet Burton to the winner of the combat between yourself and Mungo as an incentive to making the combat an interesting one. <laughs> it is something to think about, my friend. Oh, the dirty scheme in here, them. Uh, yes. Yes, there was something else which I had almost forgotten. Word has just been brought that Lieutenant Dow and uh, Oka, I believe he was called, succeeded in escaping from a Torian jungle camp. On the back of an elephant. I thought the news might interest you.
Far from the jungle stockade of the Torian Mounted Patrol, the stampeding elephants rushed blindly through the open moonlit belt toward the distant edge of dark forest. Near the center of the herd of huge black jungle titans, Dono's and Uka's mouth begins to tire. Uka! Uka! Can you not get the beast out of this? He seems to be tiring, Dono. The other elephants are passing us. Sacre! It is like trying to ride a barrel in the raging sea. My legs, they are numb. Hold fast a little longer. Reach the jungle, they will spread and go slower. And then we shall be straight off this fellow's back by the branches. Ah, make careful, short. We are nearing the edge of the herd. Yes, we will soon be free of them. There are only a few behind us. Yo, Hironando! Hironando! Oh, man, there goes the last of them. Oh, mon Dieu, mon Dieu, what they ride. Look, Colonel, just beyond the fringe of trees, a water hole. What? Nanda! Saho Nanda! Alors, we stop here, mon ami? Only to drink and rest until daybreak. Then we shall continue on our way. Ah, Pete, it is so good to stretch one's muscles after that terrible ride. Thank heaven it is over. I sincerely hope I have ridden my last elephant. <laughs> Maybe, Tuka, have you any idea where we are? Somewhere within the Rotorian border, Dono. I cannot say exactly. It will not be long before daybreak, my friend. Sleep if you can. I will watch. By tonight, we will be in rock. The elephant is running away. You were saying, mon vieux, were you not, that by tonight we should be in Rator? It is unfortunate, Dal, to lose our mount. We must make the remainder of the trip on foot. It will not take long. Tornado burst, what now? Voyez, look, coming across the belt. Elephants and armed riders. Quick, Cortiano, into the trees. It is a Torian patrol coming to the waterfall. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Turning from the jewel pits and angered at Tarzan's indifference to her repeated advances, Athea, White Queen of Tor, tells Jeanette Button that when Mungo has killed the ape-man in the public arena, she, Jeanette, will become the Yellow Chief's mate. Wong Tai and Mungo have selected from the pit slaves those to be sacrificed in the Feast of Pantu games. From Wong Tai, Tarzan and Oro learn of Jeanette's impending fate, and also of Darno and Uka's final escape from the Torian patrol. In the jungle, the elephant upon which Dono and Uka are mounted joins a stampede of wild elephants. Uka eventually succeeds in working their frightened mount out of the herd and bringing it to a stop beside a water hole. 
As they lie stretched on the ground, resting, the elephant runs off, leaving them once more afoot and still far from rapport. In the distance, coming swiftly toward them, they discover a mounted patrol. Quickly, they make for a vine-draped photocarpus tree as the patrol nears the water hole. Quick, Dono, to the broad limb just above your head. The leaves will screen us. Oh, thank you, le bon Dieu. It is still too dark for them to see clearly. Ah, voila. This limb will hold us both. They will remain at the water hole until daybreak, then probably try to pick up our trail. It is already growing light over there in the east. But how could they have followed us to this spot, and so quickly? It may be that they came down the river by accident, heard the stampede, or saw signs of it, and believing that we followed the elephants to cover our own track. But if they come... Listen, wait. Gods of Rotor. Mon Dieu, God, have you gone mad? Those men will kill us. Come, Dono. It is my father, the son of Rotor. Oh, grâce au bon Dieu. Quel bon chant. Awanga, Rotor. I have the gods of Rotor, my father. We mistook you for Torians. Make haste, Dono. Mais, mon Dieu, I... I am coming as fast as I can. Ah, you caromani. Ah, you're a takuanangrok, a wangoningo. I'm glad to see you, my father. This is Paul Dono, my good friend. Extend to him the hand of friendship and speak in the tongue of the Anglos. Welcome, Paul Dono. Great welcome is the friend of the son I have long since counted among the dead. Oh, vous êtes bienvenue, monsieur. You and your patrol are the welcome ones, sir. We heard you come in and thought it was the Torian patrol from which we escaped last night. It is fortunate that we came this way, my son, in our hunt for elephants. We crossed the spore of a stampeding herd but a short distance from here and came to this place to await daybreak before taking up the chase. And that was probably the same herd we were with, Uka. Yes, Dono. After escaping from the Torians, father, our elephant joined a stampede and ran with them to this spot. When we dismounted to rest, he ran off. But how did you manage to escape from Tor? With an elephant? Through a friend. The elephant we found in the Torian jungle stockade last night. The patrol followed us to the Nuniki River where they lost us. And you, my son, have been prisoner of the Torians these months they thought you were dead? Yes, as a slave in the Torian jewel pits. Two attacks on Tor have I led. And twice have our warriors been repulsed at our very gates. The city of Tor is impregnable. Yet, another attack must be made at once, my father, before the Torians celebrate the Feast of Pantu. The Feast of Pantu? Impossible. Only five days in which to gather our armies and return to the attack. It cannot be done, my son. I have given my word, father. Mm, then you must keep it. To whom have you given the word? To him who made it possible for us to escape from that evil city. To Tarzan of the Apes, a mighty warrior and cure of beasts who has twice saved my life. He, with two worthy companions, will die during the Feast of Pantu unless we save them. Then there is no time to be lost. We ride at once for Rator. Doom, Ratori, Andaka Rator, Tayo. Uka, my son, and this time we will enter the city of Tor somehow. But. Uka has forgotten to tell you, Monsieur Lachan, that if we arrive in time, Tarzan will see to it that the main gates are opened for us. <laughs> then, Paul Dano, may their vile gods protect them. The patrol is ready, my father. Come, then. 
In the early morning sunlight, the city of Paul lies glittering in the jungle. The first burning rays spill long blue shadows across the toiling, sweat-covered backs of the jewel pit slaves. Tarzan and O'Rourke, the latter wearing around his neck the golden collar of a chosen lion slave, discuss the escape of Darno and Uka and the unhappy fate awaiting Jeanette. Yes, Tarzan. If our plan with the slaves fail, you'll have to bait that big yellow hulk to death. You're thinking about Jeanette, my friend? And why shouldn't I? If we fail here, and you have to fight Mungo, and he kills you, a lot will be worse than death. And yours, O'Rourke, the lion pit. Oh, I'm not thinking about myself. Tis Jeanette I'm worrying about. Why not wait until it's time to worry? If our plans work out, I doubt it will ever come to a fight between Mungo and me. At least not in the arena. But without the Lieutenant Anuka and the Raptorians, can't hope to capture the city even with all the slaves at our backs. I them two only mix it. There are still four or five days before the games, my friend. Anything can happen in that time. Why do you suppose Wong came back to tell us oh, about, about Jeanette, you mean? <laughs> Rubbing it in, he was. A slant-eyed head and knew the telling me what a tears fixed up for Jeanette would hurt. And me helpless to do nothing but stew here in me own juice. Ah, bad cess to the chink, says I. But why did he tell us about Darno and Uka escaping? Why did he do that? Faith, I never was good at riddles. But whatever his object, he can gamble there's dirty men in the back of it. Hmm. I wonder. Faith, when you look at them two they're bringing in, don't we know the big fellow? Lutan, chief of elephant men. In chains they are. And Bigari, both wearing the golden collar. Now, what the devil can that mean, do you think? So it is a pit slave Mr. Rutang becomes. <laughs> well, if there's any consolation to him, he won't be here long with that golden collar around his neck. They're in our group, O'Rourke. What do you make of that? Sure, I don't know. But by the looks he's given us, tis none too friendly he be. Holy St. Patrick, Tarzan, do you mean a tear may have put him here as a spy? Perhaps. But I doubt if they'll play a trustful tang now since Darno and Uka escaped while they were in his charge. Escape from the elephant paddock, you mean? I see. For letting them two run out from under his nose, I tear slaps him in chains and, and fades him to her lions, eh? He's tame next to you. Talk to him when you get the chance. Find out, if you can, why he's here. Yes. Rutang. At the low-voiced call, the erstwhile chief of elephant men turns smoldering, hate-filled eyes upon O'Rourke. He moves close. Suddenly, without warning, he leaps straight at the Irishman. His great hands encircle O'Rourke's neck and bury gasping, choking to the ground.
In the palace, Atea has returned to her chamber from an early conference in the great audience hall where, with her chiefs and nobles, she has completed the final arrangement for the Feast of Pantu Games. She calls for Tanya, her favorite mute slave, and Jeanette Burton. While they remove her ceremonial robes, she talks eagerly of the coming celebration. The games will be entertaining. There will be racing, wrestling, and many death combats. Mungo is very anxious to meet the mighty Tarzan. And there will be many slaves for the lion pit. It should be interesting. Yes, Your Majesty. It should be very interesting to watch the man you profess to love being killed by a savage brute. <laughs> but, my dear, your Tarzan is very strong. He is a mighty warrior who kills savage beasts with his bare hands. Remember how easily he vanquished Tongo, chief of the clawmen? Oh, but Mungo, he's much stronger than Tarzan, and so very much bigger. Yet he claimed the ancient right of Thor on Mungo and challenged him to combat. Oh, that was because it was Mungo's spear that killed my uncle... Oh, listen, Atea, it isn't Tarzan that I love. I swear it isn't. Then why does he wish to leave Tor and me to go with you? Oh, it isn't that he wants to leave Tor, not with me. It's because he has given his word to see us to safety. Oh, believe me, Atea, that's the truth. Perhaps I do believe you, Jeanette Burton, now. But if it is not Tarzan, who? Paul Dano? No. No, it's, it's Terence O'Rourke. O'Rourke? The red-haired one? <laughs> And then, my dear, you shall see your lover fight in the arena with... Terry? In the <laughs> arena? With who? That you will see for yourself. I will not spoil your surprise by telling you now. But by the word of Atea, Queen of Thor, the High Priestess of Pantu, if the red-haired one be victorious in his combat, you shall have him. <laughs> but, Atea, tell me. No. Later you shall see for yourself. And now I wish to decide on the jewels I am to wear at the games. We shall visit my jewel cavern. Oh, what is it you say, Jeanette Burton? Did you not hear me? Why, I... Yeah, yes, I heard. We shall go at once, before my noonday rest. The key is here in this little casket. Now I... Atta, The key to the jewel cave. It is gone. It is gone? Why? Why, how could it... Perhaps you misplaced it. Have you opened this casket, Jeanette Burton, after my telling you never to touch it? I haven't been in this room since you called Tanya and me this morning, before the audience. And someone has stolen it. Tanya, calling the women, all of them. They shall be searched. And you, Jeanette Burton, will be the first. Come here. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silver age heroes join us again same bat time same bat station for another presentation of silver age heroes radio theater excelsior